Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, now, welcome to a uh, 7 o'clock Friday. Nobody can F it up. We're not going to let it happen today. Dave Hyde from the uh, Sun Sentinel columnist, who's got a lot of great books out there. Um, been involved with a lot of different guys, coaches, quarterbacks, the whole works. He joins us this morning. Dave, how are you? I'm good, Joe. Groundhog's Day. You know, that six more weeks of what, talking about Dolphins problems? Is, is that the annual <laughs> no. issue? You know what? I'm not going to do that. I, I'm not. And, but, I, but I do want to ask you about the Vic and, and Mike divorce or whatever they want to call it, a, a friendly goodbye or what, however. It, but, but we've had stuff come out. Jaws couldn't help himself, and he goes on WIP up in Philadelphia and says we're a bunch of why whiny spoiled brats who just want to party in South Beach and and Vic wanted him to work hard and they didn't want to and and uh, and meanwhile Mike said nothing but great things about Vic I want to thank him my god you know he just did such a great job what's your take on on what happened there my take is ugly you know it was a bad finish for the Dolphins and it got worse as uh, some crap spilled out into public venues and and what if both sides are right what what if uh you know Vic does need work on getting along with this generation of players that's not a big surprise when you saw um look how he talked was completely different than how Mike McDaniel yes. talked and 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 you ask him about a player like Cam Smith well he needs work on preparation you know uh, knowing assignments um then then talent on the field i need to trust where he goes whereas Mike would you know, soft shoe it and, and talk about the positives. And so um, right there, either it was going to be a great fit because they're opposites, one young, one old, one, you know, the good cop, one bad cop, or it was going to disintegrate into what it sounds like it did. And so there's the Vic Fangio. On the other side, though, they had the fourth-ranked defense headed into Week 17, um, then they get hit by injuries, and they still kept the season. Buffalo scored 14 points on them. That's right. And then uh, Kansas City didn't really take 26 points in the cold, but, you know, they were down six starters. So um, I thought Vic delivered a very good defense considering, and, and then to have some players whining about him, kicking him on the way out, um, I don't think that that did not reflect well on them, especially Cam Smith, who hadn't played it down yeah. hardly in, in the NFL for, for a rookie. 
he should have just been saying, okay, I'm glad to himself. I'm okay, I'm glad he's gone. I get a new start. I'm going to come in and show everybody that I should have been playing all along. Um, instead, you got this very weird public discourse. And then, um, you know, on, on the one hand, I don't blame Fangio for responding <laughs> through his proxy, Ron Jaworski. Um, and so here we are again. It seems like wow. where we are a lot of times with a with a Dolphins off season where we're saying, okay, they didn't they didn't get that right. They they got problems inside. They had problems inside the the uh, building during the season, not just on the field. We talked about how good that roster was last year, and I, and I still believe it. I mean, I'm not going to change. Before the start of the year, I went, wow, this is the best roster we've had in. 20-plus years on both sides of the ball. It had a ton of great players. They added Jalen Ramsey and so all these things. And then Vic comes in, and you're going, wow, they've really put this together. But I got to tell you, this is now year two of all-in and maybe the last year of all-in before you have to make some huge decisions. I think this is an unbelievable big season for everybody in that front office over there to try to figure this thing out from who you're going to re-sign who are you going to get rid of? Who are you going to draft? I I believe you got to draft with the first and second round pick. You got to go out and draft guys. You just can't keep going out and buying expensive players. What What do you think, Dave? Yeah, this is a off season where Chris Greer. It's been easy to this point in that they've had money to throw up players from Jalen Ramsey to Tron Armstead. Uh, you go down the free big free agents. They bought Bradley Chubb, throw draft picks and and money at them and now now they have no money to throw and they have for the third straight year minimal draft picks you know they're they're without a three and a four this year um to cover for you know you need to draft well in this era to cover for the expensive players and 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 so what are they going to do with christian wilkins what are they going to do with Trown Armstead, and of course the big one, you know, the headline one. What are they going to do with Tua? Yeah, um, that's right. Chris, and to me, the window's closing. The the big window open was last year, and the window's already closing because they're not going to be able to keep everybody. Um, and the question becomes, who do they keep, and who do they? How do they replace the ones they right. don't keep? Well, I'll tell you what, that'd be a hell of a dinner to be at with uh, when you look at Brandon Shore, who is running the money, and Chris Greer, who's overseeing this whole thing, and Mike McDaniel, who, who he likes and doesn't like and who he needs and to go with everything. And then the other one is, who's going to be the defensive coordinator? We didn't really follow up on that. He's had a chance. Yeah. To, we've had a chance to see Brian Flores' style, which they obviously didn't like Brian Flores, but they liked his, his defense because they kept it the same basically – uh, Mike's first year here, and then they went to a more of a four-man, five-man pass rush, and then dropped a lot of guys into coverage and zone and had success. I'm curious to see what Mike's looking at now that he's seen both ends of this thing. Well, who do you get? Uh, if you want a very, very proven defensive coordinator, there's surprisingly Mike Brables out there. I, I can't imagine they, that he would take this job uh, um, he, he, you talk about a match. He's an old school coach too, toughness and and all that. And would he fit with with Mike McDaniel? Um, Brandon Staley's, of course, out there, and that would be a more natural fit. The modern analytics coach and et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, so who, who do they get? They've interviewed enough people. There's, there've been like 10 guys. They've interviewed like 10 guys. So it would suggest either they're looking for ideas, which isn't, which isn't a, a bad idea, you know, just go out and see what everybody's idea of this defense is. But it also says they don't have a clear cut candidate if they're interviewing that many people. So I, I got to say this just to, cause we did go out a lot when we played, we were out late and and it was a crazy time in the 80s and stuff. I don't believe these guys go out a lot. I know that was brought up by uh, by Jaws on on radio up there in Philadelphia that Vic Fangio is trying to keep guys, don't go out, stay dedicated. No, we're going to South Beach, Club Live. I'm going to go check out some new combination packages in the clubs. And, like, come on, man. I, I just think those days are over. Do you agree, or do you think guys are going out all the time? Maybe I'm just too close to I stay home and go to bed too early in Davy. Uh, I was going to say I'm not going to be able to see them at uh, Hard Rock or South Beach because I'm not going to be there. So um, are they over? You know, the last time we had an issue like this I, that I remember was Vontae Davis. Remember what yep, Sean Smith, and, Sean Smith, and yep, Vontae Davis yep, were hitting the yep. hitting the strip clubs hard. Exactly. Yeah, and and it spilled out into you know, conversation, public conversation, team conversation. Um, so, look, do do players go out? Of course they go out. Do they – now do they go out to the point that it affects how they practice and play? That, that You know, look, Vic Fangio would be in a better position to answer that question than I would, and, and I, I really have no idea. But the fact that he's saying it, says something was amiss for him from his side on on how players were preparing and yeah. how they um, – so, you know, maybe that's something they have to address. I, I don't know. Did that affect how – you know, look, look, Javon Holland and Cam Smith went out publicly against Vic Fangio. I'd be surprised if Javon Holland's in the – from what people have told me and, and just – you know, now I have no idea on. I don't know Cam Smith at all. You know, because he, he didn't he didn't play. I didn't really talk to him at all. I I just say this too about Cam Smith, just to follow up because I said it yesterday. Like, look at dude. Whether it was your fault or not, um, I I believe the coaches, no matter who you are, coaching and play their best players, even if they can't stand your personality. If you got talent, you're going to play because you're going to make that guy look better, and it's about winning games. And you're never going to give that up because you dislike a guy that much. And something tells me he didn't put in the work. He didn't put in the time. And well, whosever fault it was, whether it was his or somebody else, you didn't play this year. You were a first-year bust as the highest draft pick. Like, you need to shut up. Like, you shouldn't say anything. There should be no comments on social media. As you said, you keep it private and go, man, I'm getting a fresh start. I got a new coach. The guys that drafted me are here. I know they think I'm really good, and they're going to give me the benefit of the doubt to show up and, and be a starter this year because that's what he really needs to be. He needs to come back here and start this year. But I don't want to hear from a guy that hadn't done anything. I, I don't like whoever. We could get into it, and Omar sat here and tried to defend him a little bit. There's nothing to defend, man. This is not Little League football, and your dad's the coach, and his kid's not very good. This is, this is a different deal. You agree? Completely. And, and you know, the one line Vic Fangio kept saying when you go through his his uh, quote sheets, as I did after all this, was basically, I, as a coach, I got to trust he's going to know the defense. He's going to be in the right position. It wasn't 
his talent. It wasn't, you know, foot speed and, and athletic plays and all that. It was, can I trust he's going to be in the And that sounds like the, the central, which gets to, you know, preparation, to, to practice, to all, all the things that right. make up a professional. And so Vic Fangio is really saying, and, and look, look, Cam Smith won't be the first one, first rookie to have wasted a year on not understanding what being a pro is about. If, if that's the case, this was a bad look for Chris Greer, who, who picked him second. You know, they didn't have a first-round pick last year. And, and then they, had, they, they ran out of cornerbacks this year. Um, and it was a bad luck for Cam Smith. So I'm with you. If I'm him, I keep my head down, and all I do is work this offseason and go into the next season. Matter of fact, I didn't take a vacation. I might have gone home for like a week to see Mom, and then my ass was back, and, and I want him to see me every day, who's ever around between the Senior Bowl and, and the Pro Day workouts. I want to see them watching me in man-to-man coverage and doing drills every day, like – like you know, they're going to need him. They're going to need him because, you know, it's hard to – it'll be interesting to see what happens with Xavier Howard with it. You know, we, we talked about some of the tough calorie, salary cap situations and decisions they have to make, and Xavier Howard's right there at the front of the line. And, and so the question becomes, okay, who, what cornerbacks do they have if they don't have him? They're going to have to go out and get some. Yeah. But, but uh, you, you would have hoped a second-round pick – would not only have helped you this year when you're down cornerbacks, but would be a leading contender to start going into a second year. Well, listen, Dave, I, I appreciate you coming on just a, a little bit because I, I just think this this offseason, even talking to the owner goes, how much are you going to need again this offseason? What are we spending again to redo these contracts and new contracts and signing bonuses? And, and how much do we have to take? we got to write this guy a check and redo his contract to free up money in the cap and – and uh, well, and now now we hold that other that other stat that sucks, and that is the longest drought of winning a playoff game in the NFL. The Lions just won two games, so we moved to that last position, man, number thirty-two. Last time we won a friggin' game, Groundhog Day, same story year after year. To and and to me, Joe, the question, the big decision this off season, are yeah, everybody says go all in again next year. But you just can't keep pushing the money out. You're going to be the. Are they going to be all into the point that you could redo these contracts, push money into two years from now, three years from now, four years from now, to the point that you're saying if we don't win next year, yeah. we're going to be in the dark ages again. So this is a big, big off season for management. All right, Dave. Good talking to you, man. You take care. Make sure you're down in the Keys enjoying that pad of yours down there, will you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. All right. Dave Hyde, the Sun Sentinel columnist, joining us this morning. We've got a lot more. Ross Tucker is actually going to join us at 8 o'clock this morning. We'll we'll talk to Ross. and Saw him on a bunch of the games this year uh, during, during the playoffs. Mike Florio will join us a little bit later on as well. So we'll have all that stuff coming up for you. But first, I do want to tell you this morning about your South Florida Chevy dealers. I want you to take one hour, one hour this weekend. If you're looking around, your lease is up, you're looking for a new look, you're not happy with what you're driving, just not what you want anymore. Whatever the reason, spend one hour at your South Florida Chevy dealers. We've got convenient locations all over South Florida. You've got one close to where you work, where you live. Go down there, take some test drives, and check out what South Florida Chevy dealers are calling the best overall products they have ever had. From the SUV family, no matter what size SUV, 
The big boys like a Suburban and a Tahoe, which have added more space to the Traverse, is as roomy a midsize SUV as you'll get to the Trailblazer and Equinox and the Blazer. Man, they are all so much style and substance right over to Silverado trucks. New and used, great shape, low mileage to brand new. We got the perfect truck for your lifestyle, whether it's a working truck seven days a week to the family truck, we got them all for you. I'm telling you right now, spend one hour at your South Florida Chevy dealers. I promise you, take a test drive or two. You'll fall in love this weekend at your South Florida Chevy dealer. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.